Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the preview podcast, the Bad Cody Funky podcast, coming up this week on twitch.tv slash Bad Cody Funky at Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. This week, we're talking about Disney Zootopia. On the preview podcast today, we're going to talk about our favorite animated features as animated films have come a long way with, uh, you know, the success of the first feature animated film, Toy Story. Uh, and, oh, man, all, all the advances they've made with environments, with character textures, uh, animation rigging, everything. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And Zootopia looks like a monster with uh, everything that's technical in regards to making an animated film, including textures, water, uh, cloth work, everything like that. So today we're going to be talking about our favorite animated feature. Now, growing up, um, you know, we've all watched uh, amazing animated movies, some traditional, some 3D, um, some 2D. So I want to start off with saying, uh, Mike, what is one of your um, favorite animated features? And uh, you guys have heard Mike before. He is one of our... Very special guest. He's in studio here. this time. <laughs> we love Mike. Uh, yeah. Love you too, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mike, well, what's uh, growing up? What was one of your favorite animated? Uh, we're definitely going to put Lion King up there. That's uh, that's top tier for me. Um, Absolutely. Hundred percent. Remember who you are. Just, just from Soundcast <laughs> and uh, the voiceover actors, um, it, it's top notch. It holds up still. And uh, once in a while, you'll even catch me uh, singing the songs from the movie. Mm. Uh, would, 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 would you say that they were prepared? Uh, yes. Damn it. Ah, I would allude to that they were that's very it. prepared. <laughs> guys, it's the thing of singing the movie. Everyone doesn't get the, thing. the movie. The bad guy song. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, definitely a favorite for me. How about you guys? Uh, for me, I'm gonna say Iron Giant. Oh, uh, very good, Ooh. very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's not quite as old as Lion King or any other like Disney. Uh, I guess, I guess like important movies. But man, that one just like had everything that I wanted. It's a good story. It had that old school sci fi feel. Yeah. It had mm-hmm. like the little kid who befriends this giant robot. It has Vin Diesel. <laughs> good enough to get a remake. Good. Enough. It's got Shooter well, McGavin. Uh, sorry, a, a remastering. Uh, a remastering. Yeah, I was say. remastering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shooter McGavin's the bad guy in it because <laughs> that's you know just what he plays. Um, and Jennifer Aniston as the mother. Oh, is she? Wow. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. What? I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, know Vin like Diesel wasn't great. either. Oh yeah, he's the giant Iron Giant. Oh okay. I feel yeah. like I yeah. Know yeah. That, but so I know so that. watch Guardians of the Galaxy and then and then watch Iron Giant. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best team up: Groot versus Iron Giant. Hmm. Oh man! Someone make that a thing, please. <laughs> It probably is on YouTube. It's got to be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> one of our favorites has to be. I mean, you could you can name any Disney movie, and people are like, "Yes, that one's amazing." Like, I loved uh, Lilo and Stitch. Like, Ooh, yes, <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Like, like who, who doesn't want or have like like a, a Stitch toy of some sort, or like a plushie or something? Like, they get, like the little guy is so cool. I've got <laughs> three Stitch figures. Every time I go to Disney, I get a Stitch figure. That, yeah, that's, that's my thing. That I get. Good so, do you have one for Infinity, Greg? I do, yeah. So I, I've been to Disney twice in the past eight years. So I got a, a ceramic one, I got a wood carved one, and then I have the Disney Infinity Stitch because I have every other Disney fucking Infinity figure. So why wouldn't I get Stitch? <laughs> Biggest disappointment though, you can't use Stitch in the Guardians of the Galaxy playset. That's all I wanted. Ah, uh, missed opportunity. Big time. Totally. Uh, yeah, Lilo and Stitch is like also for me one of my favorites too. Um, it's just like it's so neck and neck with Iron Giant. 
it's mm-hmm. just oh, what a great great movie because Ohana means family. Ohana means don't get slipped. I was waiting for that. <laughs> now, now I really like movies that, that combine two D and three D. Like um, uh, Atlantis was one of them. Treasure Planet is another Ooh, good one. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, with Joseph oh, Gordon Levitt. Yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt, dude. Like, oh, that's such a good movie. It was such a good blend of three D and two D. And uh, another animated one. Well, it has live action too. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, oh classic. Oh, you took my answer. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. no, it's okay. I mean, well, the, well, well, Casey, what's your reasoning? Who Framed the, Roger Rabbit? The reason I love that movie is because just just the the sheer amount of work involved. Oh yeah. Like this movie was made in a time where I mean, yes, you had computer generated imagery, but nowhere near as advanced as it is now. Yeah. So every bit of animation in that is hand drawn. Yeah. Every single bit of it is hand drawn on a on a single animation cell. And then they they splice it, they overlay it with the actors. They have Bob Hoskins acting against invisible stuff. Like it's just incredible the the amount of like the attention to detail that went into that movie. And also it's like the only crossover between all of your favorite animated characters that's not about why you shouldn't do drugs that's true it's very very true yeah uh also christopher lloyd is yeah. the bad guy yeah, yeah. I think that's only, is Judge that the only Doom. movie that he's ever done that as a bad guy uh that i can think of yeah that's i feel like that's the only one i mean i can only think of two roles that he's ever been in though yeah three if you count roger rabbit i can count roger rabbit he had a tv uh, show that was like a sci-fi tv show i think on fox oh did he i didn't even know that see it was not bad he was on chuck he was on chuck for a couple episodes yeah (laughs) i missed that show man yeah (laughs) that was great i i made my girlfriend watch that entire show because i was like that is the saddest series finale you'll ever see in your life oh my god and she agreed it was heart-wrenching you know what was really sad? Uh, like, to, to Toy Story 3. Oh, my God. Don't even fucking talk to me about it. I'm not... I'm not <laughs> <laughs> so upset. I'm still not over that. Oh, man. Dude. Talk about God, I mean... Adventure. Fuck. I mean, who who was sitting there at, his, at, it, like, at the storyboard meeting and the writer's meeting be like, you know, we're going to have a really, really sad scene that's going to pull at everyone's heartstrings where you think the toys are going to die. <laughs> and, <laughs> what? And the yeah, kicker, let's do that. And great. the kicker is they just accept it. They just, they just I know. Oh, that, that was that was the craziest part of the whole thing. They just yeah. were like, "All right, let's hold hands together as we go down into this uh, into this trash compactor that's going to cremate us." So I was like, "What?" And as they hold hands and about to go into oblivion, they're just like, "Well, it was an honor being toys with you guys." And I was like, "What? What is this? <laughs> My childhood?" You, you no. like see like the Titanic scene with the band playing. Gentlemen, yeah, seriously. It's been, an Gentlemen, honor. it's been an honor. It's been an honor being toys with you. And then the claw guys get him. But I was just like, who who wrote that? Should have like, been are a, you serious? Should have been a scene where one of them falls in the incinerator, you just hear this plunk noise. Um, like the guy hitting the propeller in Titanic. Uh, just to just to break up the drama. Just a um, little. Just a little. Or you, or you hear the, the Imperial da, 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 da. Or you hear that single gunshot ting off the helmet from Save Private Ryan. Oh no. Uh, yeah. God damn, I got really depressed all of a sudden. <laughs> he did it to himself. Uh classic Superman cartoons too. Oh, very good. Yes. Oh god, how can you how can you forget about those? Batman, the, you gotta throw those in the, there fl- too, the Fleischer yeah. ones and are the you talking about? Yeah, the 90s no, ones. yeah, the flesh, not the nineties, like the old ones. The Fleischer ones that like they did so much work on that to make the rotoscoping look smooth. Yeah, they invented rotoscoping, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like they came up with that for that thing. Or maybe that it's I first, don't know. It's something. It's either that or they used it for the first time in animation. It's one of. It those. may have also been the first time rotoscoping was used in color. Yes, 
Yeah. Vero could have been. I remember seeing those like late on Cartoon Network and I was like, whoa, these are cool. Yeah. No, and, and like if you actually look at it too, um, the those Superman cartoons were <laughs> leaps and bounds better than uh-huh. uh, what came uh-huh. out in the sixties and seventies after that. Even I would say even better than the nineties and early two thousands Superman cartoons in it terms certainly of got smoother animation than the nineties cartoon. Oh yeah. It, but that's that's frames alone. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. just that's just work and the lighting on it. Like they put work into that. Hell yeah, dude. That was And then when you get and then you get to, to the 90s ones, oh my god, they had like a big uh orchestra and everything. Da 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 da, da <laughs> for Batman. Yeah. God, that show was a monster. So, so, real quick too, rotoscoping on the official Wikipedia page. Here we this, go. The technique was invented by Max Flesher who used it on his technologically groundbreaking out of the Inkwell animated series. So, mm. Max Flesher, he developed it not for Superman but for you know his stuff. So a nod to him. I was half right. Yeah, he made it. He invented it. Thank you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, uh, what are some other uh, like animated movies that that you really enjoyed? Like, we're talking about Z- Zootopia coming up this week, which is really um, you know really good. But uh, what, what are some other ones that you? Um, like? I put these also in in there because you know I've watched them several, several, several times. Uh, Despicable Me. I I Ooh. really enjoy this movie. And then my, one of my all-time favorites is Ratatouille. I just I really? love that movie. I actually mm. bought that on iTunes so I could watch it at work. Oh, wow! <laughs> or I'll have it like Damn, running in the background. ITunes. I I really enjoyed that movie. I well, I like the about story Ratatouille that really speaks to you. Um, I really enjoy the story. I I like the uh, I like that it was uh, set place in France and uh, it was it was a, a, a all it all takes place in in the kitchen. It's like. That whole story of uh, you know anybody can cook and the like the the ha- the the catchphrase of that show, um, well that movie rather, and um, the the story of the rat and the human bonding together, and uh, and then like then at the end you know basically, um, the rat proves that he he is a, you know a superior chef, and it's pretty much anybody in that kitchen, and uh, the critic. Uh, just loves his food and and uh, it, it, it's just an excellent movie. The the music, uh, the old you know the old uh, old French classic uh, songs that they use in it goes so well with the movie. It's um it's really well done. It it, it really is. I I, I think it, Mike just wants a a rat that cool is a five star chef. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind it, but I, I mean the sanitation wise. <laughs> ugh. You watch those movies and you're just like, man, that's the life. That's the life. There was a little rat. It's just good. I mean, it, it's him Ricky definitely. Baby. Come here, Ricky Baby. Make me things. <laughs> you definitely uh, uh, suspend your disbelief uh, for that one. Oh, yeah. That's uh, way, out, way out of bounds. <laughs> and, and it really was like a breakout movie because when it first came up here, we we're like, wait, what is this about? A rat yeah. that cooks? Uh, interesting. I mean, it, it's gonna it's Disney Pixar, so it's going to be good. So, But yeah. you're like, wait, I don't know. Okay, it looks it looks all Patton right. Oswald, and Patton Oswalt, though, too, as the so lead. So freaking good in that. His old like, yeah. rat, rat nest. <laughs> family it's so funny that movie <laughs> it's great it, that's a classic a, a toy story obviously um I, I, i'm throwing that in there i, I didn't really care of for course. three um i, I know you guys uh, i think you guys had like what mixed feelings on it or you enjoyed it oh, i, I, I didn't I like her. it like i honestly couldn't i was what? like what? i was what? like this feels like... forced um, Who's this soulless man we've brought onto the podcast? Yeah, this I, week? I didn't like it. I'll be honest. I didn't like the ending that you mentioned. I didn't care for a lot of the plot. Um, I was like, oh, this is like almost seems like 
it's just here to make money in a way for me. That that's I, that's I like one and two. I think they're those are very strong movies. I, I love those movies, but three yeah. I was like, man, I don't really care for it. Yeah, that's how I feel about uh, Star Wars Rebels. Just here to make money. Yeah, I really don't care for Star Wars Rebels. It must be, be like Agents of Shield animated. You, <laughs> you can't stand you, Shield. Your opinion on the show might change if you watch the latest episode, the end of season two. Uh, I saw the latest one with Darth Maul. Don't even say yeah. it. I haven't even that seen was... it. Jeez, God oh. damn it. Damn it, Greg. Damn Catch it. up. I know. Damn it. I keep trying to talk about it. I don't these podcasts. I know. Maybe I, I feel like it's the only thing keeping your hate at bay. <laughs> but but hate makes you powerful. It does, and I use it as fuel. Yeah. But I will say one thing that's that's it's not really a spoiler. Like the, the only thing like uh where the Inquisitors like I don't know if they've done it in other episodes because I haven't cut it out where they use their lightsabers as like helicopters. Oh yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, do that all the fucking time. That is stupid. That goes to my whole thing where I feel like Star Wars Rebels is like an interpretation of somebody's version of Star Wars. It's not really Star Wars. It's somebody just Oh, you know, it'd be cool if we just do this. But <laughs> Helicopter but it, lightsabers. But unfortunately, <laughs> it's stupid. official Star Wars. But I'm just like, who are these assholes making this? Like, you know what? We'll have the Inquisitors tour the lightsabers and their helicopters. That's so like go-go gadget <laughs> stuff. What the hell? I'm like, this is so stupid. Go-go gadget lightsaber helicopter. Exactly. I'm, I'm, like, my, my thinking is don't put anything in the animated series that you wouldn't want to see up on screen. Yeah. You can't have people spinning their light, their double-bladed lightsabers so fast. Or, you know, it's a mechanical thing the Inquisitors won so fast mm. that they use it as a helicopter. How stupid would that look on screen? Nobody would accept that. So why put it in the animated? Wait, did they actually fly with it? Yes. Yeah, they go up. It's, oh. At first, I thought they were just gliding, but they actually go vertical. They're, and they don't use the force really to do it either. <laughs> That's great. Because as, as becomes because, evident when you see what happens when one of them is damaged. Yeah, because it, because because the Inquisitor's blade is uh you know it's it's like an automatic like like spinning contraption. Right. Yeah, and I remember what was that that first Inquisitor? Uh, what was his name? I can't remember. Right he was cool. He's, yeah, he's just he's just like the Sith Inquisitor. Yeah, like he like they don't he, actually give him a name. He used that mechanic, but not to like fucking fly. Like he did yeah. it to like dodge, like you know, like he can't like there are too many people shooting at him, so he just did it, and it like you know it was a shield essentially. Is what he used it for. And I was down with that, but flying? Yeah, which is why know. I'm just like the show. I mean, I want to like it. It has some things that I like, but it's it's there to make money. You know, it's there for marketing. I mean, look, all the characters are drawn and made just so specifically for toys, you know? I don't, like, I don't, know. See, I don't agree with that. I think it's animation shortcuts that they did so they can focus on hot other things, their efforts on other things. Nah, because the, the Clone Wars was definitely like them making a continuation and then they're like, all right, we need something to keep Star Wars up and fresh even though you need to do that because The Force Awakens is coming out but we could also make money with this because, you know, stuff and things and then they're all like, well, well, why don't really like really go into marketing here? Let's make some fun characters and make the shit out of some toys. So like, all right, R&D, let's well, I mean, come up with that, something. That's always been Star Wars though. After the fact, uh, even I don't, when I don't know about that. Yeah. Lucas Lucas made sure to secure those merch rights. Yeah, like that's that's always been Star Wars. I feel like it's yeah, more... but it's after the fact. But like we all know that Star Wars wasn't created to make toys. Like oh, we've all it seen the behind was. the scenes. If you think it was, oh, yeah. and you're fooling yourself, uh, it absolutely no. was. That's it, like like af- after the fact, like after maybe like a couple days after the fact when it started making a lot of money in theaters and stuff. But like 
Ever since the inception, it's always just been like, hey, get this like random toy, this, this droid that shows up once in the background. It's kind of fuzzy. You can buy oh, yeah. him. Obviously, like, you know, that's all after the fact, but they didn't make it on the auspices of like, okay, we're going to make this just so we can make toys. Well, I think no. that, that was they, part they, of the like Star Wars is like, like its success is because like it had all this extra stuff and like kids wanted all these toys. So like they could and it just kept on going and going and going. That was part of it. But but again, it's not the reasoning I behind think it, the, its inception. I'm, I mean, like go back and watch the behind the scenes for the original one they had no idea what they were doing they had to think of everything off the bat you know yeah. like they they're like how do we make okay, these so tie fighters and stuff explode well they weren't thinking of you know like look, 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 look at what they were doing back then they were trying to figure everything out they weren't like all right we have the toys and we're gonna market this thing let's go well like for, no, for like, episode four this? yeah but like as soon as like that got took hold and they did five and six they were all about the fucking marketing so well, yeah the, exactly. yeah well yeah. so well, what i'm saying is within the original trilogy that they were like, maybe not the first one, but after that, there's like all the fucking toys, everyone, everyone. Well, yeah, because, you know, after the first one, like we have something here yeah. and we can really make money out of this, you know. But but like so Star Wars Rebels is not like, let's make a really good show. Star Wars Rebels is like, we need some fucking merchandise is I, how I, I see Star Wars Rebels. I, I disagree because for me, it has the same pacing as Clone Wars. I mean, well, just like, like, like look at the cast. They're so made for toys and, what, and you not mean, the other you mean way around. Yeah, well, I, I mean, see that. I'm attributing that to animation shortcuts, which is yeah. Super I mean, I, I can see that because like yeah, no one oh, yeah. has like good hair, right? Yeah, and that's no the hardest thing hair. to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at look at Ezra. He's 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 totally like an action figure first, and then they're like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just hate it. They're just like, all right, we have this stuff, we have the toys. Now let's see what kind of story we're gonna make. Not let's make a really good show, and then let's see what we can do with marketing. Like, you know, it's it's the reverse, I think. I mean, it, it's been that way, though, since probably uh, episode five and above. So I think saying that uh, is like saying it's discon- also discounting the original. I don't think story. they made Empire Strikes Back to make toys. Oh, they absolutely did. The fucking uh, they made a toy out of what's false. his name? The fucking bald guy. Yeah, no, the no, you're saying you're, you're, you're saying they made toys. Yes, they made toys, but they didn't make Empire Strikes Back to make toys like they made toys from it. Well, but they I, I think that. The, oh, well, what about what about Jedi? With the Ewoks, that's yeah. that's a point that can't be debated. Oh, of course, yeah. that's not being debated at all. But I'm oh. saying they they made Jedi, but they definitely put Ewoks in there just so they can sell toys. But you can't say they made Return of the Jedi to make toys. Oh right, no, I, I they agree. made Star well, Wars I, Rebels I guess, uh, to you can't make say that, toys. But I guess you could say that the success of those movies came from the fact that all those toys sold after Episode Four. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I just hate the fact that they start off saying, all right, we're going to make toys out of this thing. But, Boom. Okay, we got the toys. Now let's make a story. But did they? And it's just like Is that, did you Did together. you read that somewhere? That's what I'm thinking. I don't and think. Yeah. So it's I don't, apparent. I mean, I'm going to put all, gonna, all these them goofy the, things in here. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Besides the helicopter fucking thing, because that's stupid. I can yeah, agree be, that, because but. they have that toy. It's a really cool toy. And I think it's a really cool concept, but it's a really cool toy. So they're like, oh, what oh, what else can they do with this yeah. thing? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like, kids can pretend to be fucking whirlybirds and shit. So, okay. The, now the Inquisitors can fly with them. It's really ridiculous. I'm yeah. just like, oh, God. Right, I can remember on Star Wars Rebels too much. <laughs> Star Wars. Too much. It just makes me so angry. <laughs> yes. Here you guys make it Star Wars Rebels. Some asshole's interpretation of Star Wars. This is why we got these toys together. It's 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 like it's exact. If I were to go into like some toy store, I buy some plastic stuff. I buy some clay stuff. I make I make this stupid toy called Grumble. All right, now let me make a story about Grumble and put it together. Not like <laughs> you know what? Let me let me make a cool story. I, I kind of already want to buy it. Just FYI. Does, do we know anyone with a three D printer? Hmm. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. We need a 3D printer. Back into funky stuff. 3D printer. Um, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Anyway. What about Wreck-It Ralph? Oh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph is fun. The, the Toy Story of video games. 
Seriously, Wicked Death was fun. Yeah. I, I didn't think I was. I actually didn't think I was gonna like it, and I was like, oh wow, there's something here actually. Yeah, yeah, what? and the whole oh god, the whole thing where like where like the the, the toy's gonna cease. Uh, the um, what's her name? The, the little girl was gonna cease to exist because she was like a virus or something like that. Yeah, the and how she was gonna die. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? That's so sad. They get real deep with that. Like Disney, they, Disney animation had just been killing it. Like usually, like you know, back in the day, it was like Pixar, right? They always had like you can always they could do no wrong. And then for me, they came out with Cars. And yeah. I tried to watch it. It's unwatchable I in my mind. I don't like NASCAR, and I don't like Owen Wilson. So I don't know why, what I was thinking going into it. I didn't, I didn't mind Owen Wilson, <laughs> but like Owen I just Wilson. didn't care for Owen it. Owen Wilson's in that movie? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the voice of the main. I like, I'm, a, I'm a Luke Wilson guy, personally. You, know? <laughs> you, w- I, I, you would be? <laughs> well, he's a saint now because he made Idiocracy. So. Idiocracy? Well, yeah, come he's on. Yeah. Come on. Do no, do no wrong. Which is like uh, coming true, which is scary. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. Uh, um, another one for me is Monsters, Inc. I don't know about you guys. But oh, yeah. oh, Monsters, John Inc. Goodman, Billy Crystal. They killed that movie. It is oh, man. amazing. Fantastic. Especially for the fact that like they, they broke and did so many things in animation that wasn't done before. You're bringing up hair. Season. You talked about hair? I mean, yeah, that is yeah. That, 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 fur. It was like very yeah. difficult for them. It was a nightmare for them. Yeah. It was uh, it was in uh, the, the, the Pixar documentary. It used to be on Netflix. It still might be. Remember that Pixar documentary where they're talking about yeah, it? Yeah, for character modeling. No. Yeah. I, well, I haven't heard this. I want to hear Whoa, this. Whoa, dude. There's a Pixar documentary. And basically, the studio had a you know a couple different... Obviously, you know, that Toy Story. And for every new movie, they bring in a new director. Mm-hmm. So they had like success for here, success for there. And then they had a huge success. And then they brought this, this new director in. And he was just like, oh, man. So this is these are the people who make all these uh, awesome movies. Okay, cool. Well, we got a new concept up guys and uh it's not gonna be easy and it was monsters inc and uh you know as the director said it the animators did not have an easy time making that movie because they had to do a bunch of stuff that was never done before like the way hair had to move the way the fur had to be the way he had to interact like cloth on fur with water all these things that are very tough in animation like if you were to have like a hire an ace animator like all right I'm going to put you through a series of tests and see how good you are. It was Monsters, Inc. Absolutely. That's an interesting movie, too, because uh, if I remember correctly, it's mainly a a timeline movie. And it basically goes over, like, the big building block movies that they did. And, like, and then they got to Monsters, Inc., which was, uh, you know, obviously uh, a milestone. That and uh, Toy Story, obviously, again, you know, like, a big milestone. for. But that was an interesting way of doing it. It It's just, like, milestones and then, like timeline oh it was, it was a nice way of doing that documentary and then like basically the in-depth of each piece yeah well so all, all of their movies too are are they're inventing a new technique to use for the next movie i've noticed so yes. like yes. for example like you know almost is obviously the fur right um finding nemo was underwater effects oh shit like oh, that man. they made a um, world under there it was amazing yeah right the incredibles too yeah in a documentary they they, they said wet hair so yeah, wet hair yeah. and like cloth and like all this stuff like and, and the powers that they like they said that was also a huge feat and that new director was like, oh man, oh well, uh, let's see what we can do here. Like he also said it was a challenge and it's it's crazy when you look behind the scenes of these movies. They're like yeah. these things are very hard to do and oh man, that's my favorite uh, Pixar movie by the way, Incredibles. Incredibles, yeah, oh, Incredibles, that's a good one. So, I can't. Wait. Part two's coming out. They're making oh, another one. They're making a part two. Yeah, that's been in talks for a while. Wait. So yeah. they're finally I mean, like, yeah. got a date finally for it. 
Uh, they didn't cut a date, but the last uh, D23, which is like Disney's convention, right. but because I think that used to be like a, like a conference, and then they yeah. made it into convention. They, like they, they put it out there. There's another Toy Story. They, you know, they, they also put out there's another Finding Nemo. Well, Finding Dory, and we see we already see trailers for that. Meh. There is uh, um, uh, Incredibles two, and there there's there was some other stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Plus, but, uh, you had Jason Lee in that movie too. Yeah, Jason Lee, uh, Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, like fucking classic. Uh, Samuel Jackson. Mm. Who can forget oh. the infamous mu- line? Where is my super suit? How cool would it be to be a voice in one of those animated oh, movies? Oh, oh my god. god! Which which animated movie would you get? If you had to pick one, which one would you have liked to have been in? Oh, mm. that's a good question. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's a good one. Uh, Casey good wants movie. to be yeah. in the air. I'm. I'm. Ass- first of all, I'm assuming that I'm not going to be a main role because oh, you, you're totally singing- in Cogsworth. Yeah, no, well, not even that, but like even even having a bit part in that movie, just being like, I'm that, I'm the fucking, you see that lamp that sings? That's me. I'm that lamp. <laughs> you see that suit of armor? The mean, the one that had no lines. No, like, yeah, that a was tree. Like, <laughs> a tree. I'm, bre- I'm breathing. <laughs> a tree. He's, he, he suddenly just goes, Bleh, and that's then that's you. it. I'm, I'm grass. I was grass in a school play once. Oh, I wore green. They had me lay down. It's great. So, so what is it about about Beauty and the Beast that you would love to be in if you were a voice actor? I honestly just to know that you're part of that ensemble, like that. Mm. Just I think there's just some majesty to be our guest. Yeah. The song that, er, that that you have pretty much everybody involved in that movie singing in some way. You've got every possible piece of decoration in the Beast Castle, like as a part of it. Just knowing that you were part of something that that's grand in scope, and then it's nominated for an Academy Award before Academy Awards were like. You know, we should give animated stuff its own category. Yeah, um, and short films. Because I don't know if that I don't know if that was the only animated film, or maybe the first to be nominated for Academy Award for Best Picture, and it's up against real people. Hmm. But I mean, there's there's like a prestige to that, and I would I would love to be a part of that. Yeah. I mean, Beauty yeah. is definitely a milestone for a lot of people too. Like that's like oh, yeah. a, a, that's like one of the definitive Disney movies for a classic. Shit yeah, you got to put yeah, it in the classic like, realm. What about, what about you, uh, uh, Mike? If you were a voice actor, what what one animated movie would you have loved to have been in? Uh, I would go Aladdin, and also another Ooh. classic movie. Um, I would go for like maybe like a Sultan kind of role. That'd be cool. Mike, <laughs> magic carpet, Fun yeah. Guy. Magic carpet. That, that's that's <laughs> magic carpet. That's you, Casey, you just make carpet noise. You just make carpet noise. Okay, so more fluttering. All right, now someone's walking on you. <laughs> Dude, you know whose job? No. You know what that's like? That's like being Michael Winslow, the guy from Police Academy. Oh, right? yeah. He does all the sound effects. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we need a we need a good radar noise. You think you just hit us with a <laughs> radar noise? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got it. Or Frank Welker, the guy who does pretty much every animal noise and everything you've ever seen ever. Yeah, <laughs> but Aladdin, that is classic. That is an and, that, and that's another big Disney Robin uh, Williams, like OG man. movie. Yeah, you can't do that movie without classic. him. That movie oh, God, is yeah. not as good without him, in my mind. Yeah, you do, you could throw that movie in the trash can basically without Robin. Yeah, it's all about you know the Sultan who needs to marry off his daughter, and uh, and I, I saw Aladdin on Broadway, and it was first off amazing, and second off the the, the Sultan was really good, and the guy who actually plays Hander. Jafar in the an, in the animated movie is Jafar in the Broadway. <laughs> really? No kidding. That's brilliant. He, it's him. It's actually him, dude. Like I took uh, my, my mother and my sisters to see it, and uh, and you know we sat down, and everything was good. And we're like, oh wow, look, this guy's really good. 
Oh yeah. And then uh, d- during the intermission, I looked it up. I'm like, wait, that's him. That's the Jafar. No, what? Like he has a great singing voice, and uh, you know he has a big grandiose acting and everything, and he's in the getup and everything. And I'm just like, damn, that sounds good. And they have like this like short uh, little person playing Iago. Oh my god, that a little, was hilarious. a little tiny man. Uh, yeah, was a tiny person. <laughs> so you like big, tall Jafar. And this little guy, Iago, and he was hilarious. And uh, oh my god, the, the genie was dope. Oh my god, that guy won Tony awards. I had to look him up. It was it was crazy. But yeah, like the actual guy who plays Jafar in Aladdin is in the Broadway. So if you guys go and see, I highly recommend it. And oh my god, like the, the I think it also won like awards for like the set design because like the sets are on these tracks and they move around and it's so seamless and crazy. And when the Cave of Wonders pops up, oh my god, I was like, holy crap, how are they doing this? It's like a magic show. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin's a monster, and, and you gotta also remember that's a uh, pre mocap and animated. So. Um, oh my God. They, what they did, I think, is they had the illustrator in the booth while Robin Williams was doing a lot of the voice acting, and then they kind of like mimicked uh, some of the things that he was doing in the booth and translated to the screen. That was interesting. So he they've done that for for Mark Hamill as the Joker too. Yeah, yeah, because he's so um, animated. Yes, yeah, animated. little yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little animated. Yeah. Mark Hamill, he's uh, he's the Joker in my mind. That voice. Oh, yeah. what, about, so uh, what about you, Greg? If you were a voice actor, what the one movie would you want to be in? So, movie like a like a Disney movie, animated. A, 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 oh, any any animated movie. So, any any movie with Disney characters in it, anything with Disney characters in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Movies. Yeah, oh, I broke yeah. it. I broke oh, it. This guy. I did it. No, um, yeah, that'd be. I mean, because I just want to be. I just. I'm just gonna sing that song all day. <laughs> cut, cut, cut scenes only this guy <laughs> no um in all honesty i didn't care for the movie that much but i think it'd be such a cool cast to like be with and, and work with but how to train your dragon um it had everyone from like you know like tj miller kristen wig uh david oh, Tennant, yeah. gerard butler like it'd be cool to just like do voice acting alongside them that'd be so cool you know just like thinking like and the movie was like pretty good it had some feels in it but like i think i just mainly want to voice act next to david Tennant. i think it's what i want to David Tennant. <laughs> David Tennant. Um, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely one of those. Um, or even like any of the DC animated superhero movies. Dude, I would love to be in like like Justice League animated somehow. Oh, that would be God, amazing. So oh, God, just as like a be? random superhero. <laughs> yeah, right. Just random. So yeah, I, like 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 the whole Justice League Unlimited situation. Yeah. When I was at a, um at New York Comic Con, I sat in at the panel. Oh, dude, that was amazing. Like just them all being introduced in. Like they they all like walked out to to the Justice League thing. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, and now here we have Kevin Conroy. I was like, oh my god, Phil Lamar. It was amazing. Everybody and um, what's it called? The woman who who also helps write 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 the script and the casting director also does the voice of the back computer. Um, you know, she she was saying how when they were doing Justice League Unlimited, they got people that they know just to voice some of these characters because there were so many at one point. They're like, "Hey, do you want to be in it? Do you want to?" I was like, "What? So if I knew one of you, I could be in it." But to be in that ensemble cast, like, I mean, to, to just like to be next to Kevin Conroy and do lines or something. I mean, mm. oh god, just put me as like like some random like lantern. I would do that and be, be like, "Hello, Green Lantern. Let's let's do the oath together in brightest day." I was like, "Hey, Megan, let's do that together." <laughs> I would, when, I would even settle for being like a little tiny thug just so I could be like, Kevin Conroy beat me up. <laughs> you just be like, hey, it's Batman. <laughs> yeah, so like, get him. Get him. <laughs> oh, oh that, would, that would rock. 
Dude, it was, it was so awesome. Like, uh, when everybody lined up for questions, like, some dude from the back, like, uh, just yelled out, do the Green Lantern Oath! And then Philmar just started doing it. The whole, whole, like, hall just started screaming, and he, he just did it. And brightest day and darkest night. I was like, oh, my God! Oh, that's so Green, good. Green Lantern! Yeah. Yeah. Or was it that random yeah. Comic-Con where uh, Troy Baker... He was gonna. He was. He did the voice of the Joker in Batman: Arkham Origins. And a lot of people yeah. were kind of like, I don't know, I don't know. And then he, he did read. A good job. No, oh, yeah, he, he did, did a fantastic a job. job. He read. Uh, it was from from the Killing Joke in his Joker voice. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Yep, yeah, that's it. Crushed it. Goosebumps. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. Oh um, man. Speaking of nailing it, that's all the time we have for mm-hmm. the preview podcast today for Bad County Funky Cast. I'd like to thank uh, Mike for joining us today. Thank you. Absolutely. Tune in this Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time as we talk about Disney's Zootopia on the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Make sure to check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. And until then, we'll see you later or we'll see you another time. I think we should only have guest stars that are named Mike from now on. Yes! <laughs> See you next time.